Hello and welcome to the Hairstylist Empire. I am your host, Ashley. Ashley Ann Hair on Instagram. <laughs> I'm so happy that you are joining me today on this episode, wherever you are. I hope that you are having an amazing day. And I want to thank you for joining this conversation. This title might not attract everybody, but if it sparked your interest, I appreciate you because that puts you one step closer to helping people feel comfortable in the salon. And being a more size-inclusive salon. I don't even know how to start this episode right now because this is something that fires me up. As a plus-sized woman... You already get description, description, discrimination enough. The brands that you see people wearing that you think are so cute, they don't make things in your sizes. They don't. You don't try things on in the store to see if you like them. I mean, yeah, you kind of do. But you try things on in the store to see if they fit, to see if they look okay on your body. I had no idea what my style was for the longest time because I just bought clothes that actually fit me. I'm a bigger girl. As a bigger girl, there's a lot of things that you worry about that other people just don't. And one of the things that you shouldn't have to worry about is if you're going to fit into a salon chair. But this is the reality that so many plus-size people face. And it needs to freaking stop. It's ridiculous. So, I'm going to tell a little story and then we'll get into the juicy part. But, back this past summer... I went to my first in-person hair coloring class since 2020. So it had been over a year and a half since I had taken in-person education. And I was so excited. It was at a super cute salon in our area. Super adorable. I walk in and to preface, I'm someone, I'm going to get the closest to the front seat as possible or an edge seat or somewhere that I can see very clearly because if I'm there to learn I'm there to learn but that wasn't what I did because I saw the styling chairs that were used as chairs for this class and I was appalled so what did I do I went and I set set my stuff in the back row because those were the ones that were using folding chairs that I knew my hips could go over the sides versus the salon chair, which looked literally like an egg. It was, it was tiny. So I was going to sit down and I was like, Ashley, no. If you're going to invest the money into in-person education, show up. 
sit where you want to sit. So I moved up closer and I sat in the most uncomfortable chairs that I have ever sat in in a salon. And honestly, I don't think that the salon owner had ever even thought about it. Never. I think she's like barely five foot, if that, like, stick and bones, which is totally fine. Like, I'm going to support any body shape, size, style, whatever. But she hadn't thought about the chairs. And as much as I know, yes, I am a bigger woman. I am a bigger sized person. I'm not the biggest person. Some people might just consider me an average woman. Like for size reference, I'm about a 20 in jeans. On top, I'll wear a 2 or a 3X. Really depends on the brand, as you know. That 20 size reference is off of American Eagle jeans, if you're wondering. Which, thank God also for all my other plus size ladies out there. Thank goodness for those jeans. And I do believe that they actually got discontinued, but I'm so thankful to live pretty close to an outlet store. So they get all of like the basically last season stuff. But do I care? No, because they still have my sizes. But I'm not the smallest. I'm not the biggest. But should I be uncomfortable sitting in a salon getting my hair cut? No. No one should feel that way. So, I knew I had to make a change. And I can't remember if I had already started looking into it or if this was the catalyst to me becoming a size-inclusive salon. But it sure, sure as hell made it come faster if it hadn't already. So I started researching. I started looking for size-inclusive salon chairs and size-inclusive everything within my salon. And let me tell you, when salon companies say a wide chair, they add an inch or two. An inch or two is not going to make up for a decent amount of the population. No, it's not. And that's just simply unacceptable. As an industry, we need to do better. We aren't helping people by discriminating against them because of their size. We're not. And it breaks my heart for all of the guests that I have serviced that were uncomfortable sitting in my chair. Not because I made them uncomfortable, but because the chair was not suitable for all shapes and sizes. I ended up finding one salon chair that was, that was wider. And of course I ordered it. And was it very accessible for me? No. I had to pay $80 in shipping. I believe I spent close to $600 on this chair. 
Which, in the scheme of things, it's not, it's not that much. That chair provides so much more value than that. But for me to only be able to find one single chair that was acceptable is not okay. It's not. And one thing that really got me was, which I sense, <laughs> I have now figured out that I read it wrong and it wasn't exactly what I thought. But so the chair is by AGS Beauty. Earl is shaking and says hello. But it's called the Grand Canon. When I first read it, and I thought it was the Grand Canyon up until about a month ago when I wrote a blog post about the similar topic here. And when I heard the Grand Canyon, because of course that's how I read it, I was pissed. I was like, okay, cool. So not only is it just like an extra wide salon chair, but now they're saying it's like you know, the Grand Canyon and comparing it to that. And it, it didn't make me feel good. I was like, okay, great. Love that I have a chair that's going to be able to fit more bodies. But also, do you have to give it a name that's, you know, something? I don't know. It just made me feel some type of way and I didn't love it. I didn't. And so thankfully, now that I know that it's the Grand Canyon, because they actually have a normal chair that's the exact same style of chair called Canon. It's the Canon chair. And so now they have the Grand Canyon, which, I mean, it does have a good ring to it. So I understand it now, but <laughs> just that's just a little side note there. But I still, it wasn't as accessible as I wanted it to be. And there were different options for bases and different options for like, oh my goodness, what do you call it? Like the pump up part? The hydraulics, I would say. They had different types and I had to pay, I believe, 30 or $50 more because, of course, they make an extra wide chair, but you needed to pay extra to be able to hold extra weight, which, it's just so insane. Earl is also chewing on a bone in the background and... I'm unfiltered as a person. I'm blunt as a person. So I feel like this podcast needs to be unfiltered or unedited unless necessary. Um, <laughs> but we need to be creating an environment that our clients feel comfortable in. Whether that's a size-inclusive space, a gender-neutral space, whatever the hell type of salon you want to have, create that. For me, my biggest thing is being a size-inclusive salon. Because no client in my chair should feel uncomfortable because of how the chair feels. And now I am so happy to say I have actually gotten clients because some of my plus-size clients are now posting in plus-size communities and plus-size Facebook pages that they're referring clients to me 
just because I'm size inclusive. That makes me so damn proud. Because I'm a space that can support them and empower them. And they might not get that everywhere else. And being a plus-size person myself, I want to be an ally and encourage people. Like, no matter your weight, your jean size, your shirt size, no matter what size bra you wear, you are freaking worthy. You are worthy to take up whatever damn space you want to take up. You are worthy to be here on this earth. You are beautiful just as you are. You do not have to change yourself. You do not have to change your body to fit society norms. I'm having to censor myself so hard right now because all I want to say is F it. F society. Screw whoever put the narrative inside your head that you are not worthy enough. I would personally like to raise a middle finger to that person. And a lot of times the people around us that gave us those impressions didn't know that they were doing that. They didn't know how it affected us. I have two instances in my head right now. One specific, one's general. That I can tell you shaped how I viewed my body and shaped my body image. And I'm not going to go into detail because that's a personal matter. And I don't want to share that on the internet. But I know exactly where my screwed up body image comes from. I know exactly to the T. And that's okay. But it takes years to rewire that narrative inside your brain to find the reason why you think that way. If you don't think your body's beautiful, ask yourself why. And not just once. I want you to ask yourself why until you hear an answer. And when you get an answer, why do you think that way? Why? Why? That's how I found out how my image, my body image was shaped because I journaled on it for like a half hour, just asking myself why. And it all came off of the simple statement of I feel beautiful. And I didn't agree with it. So I journaled on that until I figured out why do I not feel that? Why do I not love my body? And am I confident in my body right now, fully? No. But do I love the body that I'm in? Yeah. My body's amazing. My, my body allows me to stand for 8, 10, 12 hours a day. I'm able to go on walks. I'm able to walk up the stairs. I'm able to do things with my body. And that's amazing. And your body is worthy. Your body is amazing the way that it is. And at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to size. It goes down to how you feel. 
I feel more confident now than I did when I was younger. Is it because I'm skinnier? No. But my mental health is better. I'm a happier person. I love the life I live. And that's enough for me. I have an amazing husband who loves the way that I look. Always encourages me, tells me how beautiful I am. Even if I feel like absolute trash. He'll tell me I look gorgeous. He'll tell me I look gorgeous sitting in bed with bedhead and stinky breath. And not everyone gets that. And if you haven't felt that and haven't experienced that, either from a loved one, a family member, or a friend, I hope that this can be that feeling. You are worthy and you are beautiful. Even if you are sitting with bedhead and stinky breath right now, your body is beautiful because you're alive. And if you're a hairstylist that is listening who isn't plus size, I just want to applaud you for listening to this and considering a different change in narrative. And if you go and you purchase and make your salon a plus size salon, I applaud you. You are doing something that not a lot of people want to do and not a lot of people want to spend their money on. And I know from the bottom of my heart that if you make your salon a size inclusive salon, your clients will thank you and they will know how valuable you are. And my, my plus size clients loved me before. They did. But I bet you they have so much more appreciation for me now. And one thing. This isn't just for your plus size clients. You're also going to be bringing awareness to all of your clients. When all of my clients sat down in my new salon chair... Not all of them were plus-sized. But one of the best comments that I heard from one of my clients was, wait, this isn't how wide normal salon chairs are? She was appalled that they weren't that wide normally because she valued a size-inclusive space. And how amazing and how powerful is that to be a size-inclusive salon, to be an ally for plus-size people in your community, to be fat and proud. <laughs> like, we need to... <laughs> if you heard that doorbell ringing, that is Earl knocking on the door outside, wanting to go outside, but he can wait until after I finish this episode. But... <sighs> Your clients will thank you. And you will get more clients because of it. And I really, really encourage you to take a look. 
not just at your clientele, but the people that you're around. Are you a size-inclusive space? Are other people in your salon suite size-inclusive? I sure hope they are. And if they're not, be the leader. Be the first person to become a size-inclusive space, a size-inclusive salon. Be the change that we need to see in our industry. And welcome your clients into a space where they can feel comfortable and feel supported and feel safe. And I hope that just hearing this has inspired you to look and think differently. And again, coming from a plus-size woman, I just thank you. And you are beautiful as you are. And I hope that you never forget that. So thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Hairstylist Empire. And if you loved this episode and want to keep in touch with me, you can subscribe to this podcast or follow me on Instagram at Ashley Ann Hair. I'll catch you on the next one.